0: Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Creators Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, Chloe, and I want you to know that my intention behind this podcast is, and always will be, to expand your heart and your mind and help you discover new ideas, thoughts, and ways of being. I hope that with each episode, you leave this space feeling inspired, filled with love, and ready to take action in creating a life that is worth living. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope that you enjoy this episode. All right, everyone. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Infinite Creators podcast. Today, I am going to... Be solo casting again. I got a lot of really beautiful feedback from um, the one I did on episode three, I believe it was, and I have not gotten a chance to properly record an episode with someone because I have been on a digital digital detox for the last two weeks and. I'm happy to say I have survived a weekend of participating in a very sacred plant medicine ceremony with ayahuasca. And although I really want to dive into sharing all that happened to me in my journey, I am not quite ready to talk about it yet. So I wanted to do just a solo cast on a few tools and advice that I want to give you in regards to self-development and encourage you to apply these and implement these into your life. Um, After enduring this plant medicine ceremony with ayahuasca and many plant medicines that I've experimented with, I realize with each journey how important self-development is, whatever that means to you, and just making a deliberate intention every day to become a better person. There are so many things that you can do on a daily basis that will help you get one step closer to that dream life that you want or to that relationship that you desire, to that mental state of clarity that you're after or that feeling of peace or happiness. You oftentimes ask people like, oh, what do you wish? Like, what do you wish for? A lot of people will just say, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. But a lot of those people that say that aren't actively doing anything to make themselves happy. And it's so strange to me how many people I encounter at the airport or just passing people by and I have a conversation with them and they don't, they don't read self-development books. They don't read books that expand their mind. They don't meditate. They don't exercise. They don't participate in retreats or seminars or anything that helps them grow. And they live this stagnant, non-transformational lifestyle. And they wonder why they're unhappy. They wonder why they're depressed. They wonder why they have anxiety. They wonder why they're overweight. They wonder why they don't look the best that they could. And it's so obvious to me. And every day I'm searching for ways to become better. Every single day, I'm doing something that I know is serving my highest self. And I am in no means perfect. And I never will be because I am constantly improving, constantly changing, constantly transforming. But I feel good every day knowing that I'm doing something to serve me. And my mind and my body and my soul and my spirit. And, you know, you don't have to do all of these things at once. You can start small. You know, if there's a list of 10 things that I suggest, take one of them and do that every day or take, you know, whatever feels good for you. But I want to do this podcast episode because I really want to encourage you to start doing these things. And, If you're listening to this episode, you must be on the right track slightly because you're choosing to take the time out of your day to listen to something that could potentially expand your horizons to new things. And that's incredible. So um, the first thing I want to talk about um, is just books. And this may be really obvious or maybe to some of you, you haven't picked up a book since you were forced to read, I don't know, The Great Gatsby or something or The Scarlet Letter or something horrible um, back in elementary school or high school or what have you. um, And reading just isn't your thing. But books are so, so... So, so powerful. And they are an absolutely incredible tool and an incredible way, not to mention a really affordable way to get really transformative messages and lessons from a source that someone else wrote and they're sharing your mind, their mind with you and they're giving you ideas and exercises and thought processes that are foreign to you and teaching you how to improve in one way or another, especially when you're reading books that are heavily focused around self-development or money mindset or spirituality or philosophy or whatever interests you. But reading a book that actually provides you with knowledge, not like a fictional book like Harry Potter or Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever this stuff is that people read. Reading a book that by the time you finish it from cover to cover, you are a different person. You have a new way of thinking. You have a new tool. You have a new mindset. You have a new perspective. Books have undoubtedly changed my life. Every single book that I read... I take very seriously and I'm underlining and highlighting and working so hard to grasp and absorb all the information because it's important to me. And finding books that resonate with you and taking those words that resonate and applying them into your day-to-day life is so beautiful. I would say almost every day I'm Quoting or thinking about or referencing a book that I've read to help me through a certain scenario or a certain conversation or something or other. And the day that I started reading books was the day that my life changed forever. I think the first personal development or like spiritual life-related book that I read was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I read that book for the first time in 2014. And since then, I've read it eight times. And I still quote, I can almost quote word for word, different sentences in that book that I still use to this day. The Four Agreements, I recite almost every single day. Always do your best. Don't take anything personally. Be impeccable with your word. It's so just beyond what I can describe and if you read books you understand and every single person that reads is constantly reading and has a addiction to knowledge will tell you that they read books and they'll probably list most of the well probably list a lot of the same books the power of now the four agreements the alchemist the celestine prophecy the untethered soul um a new earth think and grow rich you are a badass at making money The Book of Secrets, Seven Spiritual Laws to Success. There's so many incredible books out there. And if you need a personal reference or a personal recommendation, send me a message. I'll recommend one to you based upon where you are at in your life. I've read so many books. I always travel with books And if you're not a book reader, listen to Audible. You can pop in a book in your headphones and listen to it just like you're listening to this podcast. I personally don't like Audible. I like to have the physical book in my hand, but it's such an incredible thing to have. If you do not read, I highly recommend it. I know that I personally hated reading before because I I didn't see the point in reading something fictional. I thought it was such a waste of time. Like, this is stupid. This isn't real. This is irrelevant to my life. And then when I found out I could read books about self-development and something that'll make my life better, something that'll expand my mind, something that will give me a different perspective, something that will help me, a tool, an idea that will help me, then I realized how important reading is and why, why so many people read. And now it's an addiction. And I love, I love, love, love reading. So that is tip number one. Um, just read, 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 read. I have, um, it hasn't been updated in a while, but I have a book, um, library if you will on my website under resources if you go to book recommendations and I've uploaded maybe over 20 books that I've personally read that I really recommend and enjoy Um, so you can check that out or message me I'm happy to recommend books to you Um, may have just opened up Pandora's box inviting you to message me but yeah um, read books I'm telling you there's so many incredible books out there from incredible people that have spent their life writing these books for you, and they are so worth the read. So get to it. Um, number two that I think is, hmm probably the most important of anything, and the easiest that you can do at any time is meditation. Meditation is, is sacred. And a lot of people have this conception of like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to meditate. I'm not good at meditating. There's no such thing as like not knowing how, not being good at it. Meditation is a practice. It's a practice. And there's a reason it's a practice. <laughs> it's because it takes time get comfortable with it it takes time to learn how to be okay with just sitting with yourself in silence or in a guided meditation or whatever it takes time to have the discipline to be able to sit down and say okay I'm going to meditate and I'm going to dedicate this time to myself to my mind and to my breath and to my body meditation is a practice and a lot of people think oh I like only spiritual people meditate or only hippies meditate or only people who do yoga meditate. But the truth is like all of us should be meditating because number one, stillness is so important. Number two, silence is so important. And number three, taking time to check in with yourself and with your breath and with your body and just be, just be is So, so, so beautiful. And you will not believe the amount of transformation, inner transformation and inner peace and inner solitude you will feel with yourself when you begin to implement this practice on a day-to-day basis. Um, And if you're just getting started, even the minimum like five minutes or ten minutes to just sit down in a seated, comfortable position with a straight back and relaxed face and relaxed body and just taking deep, intentional breaths through your mouth or through your nose and just breathing, listening to your breath, tuning into what's going on in your head and trying to silence those thoughts and just be still, and appreciate the air moving in and out of your lungs, that alone will do so much for your stress levels, for your mental state, for your happiness, for everything. Just learning to be mindful. Meditation teaches you how to be mindful of where you are at mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, being able to check in with yourself, being able to take these moments, whether it's five minutes or 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, taking that time to just be with yourself. This is such an important practice because in this day and age, we have our phones and we have our laptops and we have our jobs and we sit in traffic and we have kids and we have families and we have events and we have homework and we have meetings and we have this, 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 and this. It's so rare that any of us take the time to just be with ourselves, to just be, to just sit by ourselves without our phone in our hand, without our phone near us, without a laptop, without a distraction. How many of you actually do that? You know, like how often do you take the time to do this? And how sad is that if you don't? Like you never have, you never take time to just be with yourself, to be silent, to close your eyes and just relax besides from sleeping, you know, like this is such an important practice. And I don't meditate, I've, ideally I would love to meditate for an hour, two hours every day, but I don't prioritize that, which I should, but I always prioritize at least 15 minutes every morning when I wake up for me morning is my favorite time to meditate cuz when it's when my brain is the most still but that's because i don't have a real job or any major obligations in the morning so maybe for you you have a really hectic morning and nighttime's better for you before you go to bed or both but at least set aside 5 to 10 minutes and just challenge yourself do it even for 21 days, takes 21 days to form a habit. So try a 21 day meditation challenge where every day you sit down for a minimum of 10 minutes and you meditate and don't get frustrated. Don't think you're doing it wrong. Don't think you're not good at it. Like I said, it's just a practice. Even just the discipline of treating yourself to this time of stillness and being able to sit with your eyes closed, and focusing on your breath is incredible. And if that seems too daunting for you, and if that seems too overwhelming or hard, given your current life circumstance, just search guided meditations on YouTube. Or there's incredible apps, I think Insight Timer or Headspace, I believe there's tons, you can Google them. Um, YouTube is an incredible resource, you can google or youtube um deepak chopra 21 day meditation challenge there's so many different things like this going on i'm sure there's facebook groups use the internet to your advantage if you can't seem to just sit in silence by yourself maybe you'll get to that point eventually um yeah meditation is so beautiful if you have children you can invite your children to do it with you, you know, say like, we're going to have quiet time, we're going to sit together, and we're going to breathe and we're going to smile, you know, like find ways to incorporate this into your family. If it's if that's your reason or your excuse for not meditating, if it's because oh I have kids, I can't, I can't, I can't. Don't use that as an excuse, like learn to incorporate it into your family practice, make it a thing that you guys do as a family or, you know, with your roommates, if you're in college, like tell them like I'm, I'm trying to do something more mindful and to help me myself in my mind, like want to do this with me. Um, my roommates and I have meditation circles a couple times a week and it's so beautiful and you'll learn to love it. I promise you it's uncomfortable at first because it's a new habit and it's foreign to you and we weren't taught to do this in school We weren't, most of us weren't taught this by our parents, but it's really, really, really going to change your life. And once you get used to meditating regularly, you will not be able to stop. You'll crave meditation. You'll crave this silent time. You'll crave these moments of stillness and you'll really enjoy it. You could also start to implement um, breathwork practices too, like um, Bear and I talked about in the last episode which is a whole nother thing. So yeah, find out what works for you. There's all different kinds of meditation. There's no right or wrong way. And yeah, I just really, really encourage it. It, For me, I've been incorporating meditation into my life for the last three years. And now it's instilled in me forever. So give it a try. Try it out and let me know how you go with it. Um... The third thing that I want to stress is finding people that inspire you. Whether it's a person that you can have in real life or someone that you just listen to online or yeah, someone that you follow on Instagram, I don't know finding people, a group of people that you can look up to and reference and kind of make like your mentors or your idols or what have you and follow them and learn to implement what they're saying into your life. I have so many spiritual gurus and teachers and in-person Friends and mentors that I look up to and that I cherish and that I have phone calls with and that I check in with regularly and that I, yeah, I've even done like paid um, business coaching and life coaching and or going to seminars and finding these people, networking events and finding these people you are most like the people that you surround yourself with. You're most like the people that you listen to on a daily basis, your friends, your family. If you're currently experiencing a moment in your life where you don't have a lot of Inspiring and supportive friends or like-minded friends. If you're in the process of transitioning into the self-development journey or spiritual journey or veganism or whatever, and you don't have friends that align with the things that you're starting to believe in, then you need to find these friends because otherwise you're going to feel isolated and you're going to go back to your old ways, or you're not going to feel supported. And feeling the support and feeling the love and feeling the joy that comes with having people who think and act like you do is so important. Community, a sense of community is something that's so crucial to our experience as a human, in my opinion. I don't think we can live without community, without friends, without inspiration from other people. And I remember years ago when I I was starting this journey and I didn't have like-minded friends who were vegan and who were into spirituality and reading and learning about the law of attraction. My way of finding these friends was finding people on YouTube that had like-minded things and following their vlogs and following their videos and listening to their podcasts and Googling and finding people that I, I could look up to and that I could strive to be like. I always said, like, if you want to be successful, study successful people. What are the people doing that have the success that you desire? What's their morning routine? What do they do on a daily basis? What books do they read? What podcasts do they listen to? What sort of things are they doing on a daily basis? And do those things, you know? The higher you raise your vibration, the more you make it your dominant intent to be inspired by these people and do what these people are doing. It is only natural that, more people that are like-minded will start to come into your experience through your vibration because you are now magnetic for those people because those are the people you're looking for. Those are the people you're striving to be like. And then it'll come eventually. And just know that like your, this is such a cliche, stupid saying, but your vibe attracts your tribe. Like whatever you are vibrating at is what you're going to attract. And the more you can embody the mindset and the livelihood and the habits, and the just overall outlook on life of these people that you're looking up to, the more you'll attract those people. And I can tell you this firsthand because I now have nothing but incredible friends. Every single friend that I have is so inspiring. They expand my mind, they expand my heart, they inspire me, they motivate me, they support me, they love me. And it's such an incredible feeling to just always have friends that are teaching you to level up and you just constantly have things to talk about because you're constantly both reading new books and having new experiences and it's just such an incredible thing. So be really mindful of the people that you're spending the most time with. Like be mindful of how you feel when you leave experience hanging out with someone like do you feel elevated do you feel inspired do you feel good or do you feel drained and really negative and derogatory and low vibrational Um, these are so important because if you are feeling this way when you leave someone whether it's a friend or a family member even then you need to start setting boundaries for personal space and send them out with love send those boundaries out with love and compassion but just let them know like Hey, I really love and appreciate you as a friend or a family member, or whatever. But at this moment, you're not serving me and I need time to myself. I need space and I need to be inspired and, and motivated by the people that I'm spending my time with and lead by example. You know, I feel like some people are afraid to do that because they don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but it's important to stand in your truth and to stand in your power and to yeah set boundaries because at the end of the day this is your life this is your path your energy is sacred your time is sacred and you don't want to be wasting it on things and on people that are draining you of your life force and of your positive energy so Number three is, yeah, spending time with really motivating people. And if you can't physically spend time with those people at this moment, then find people online that you can surround yourself with and absorb information from, and eventually you'll get there. I promise you. Um, let's see. Number four is definitely, definitely, definitely finding a form of physical exercise that really, really, really makes you happy. I think that movement is so incredible and a lot of people have a hard time going to the gym, right? Even I love exercising, but I don't always love going to the gym, especially just because I don't really care for the environment at the gym, It seems very, like, sterile to me and just not inviting. There are some gyms I've been to that I love, but I'm always bopping around. So if the gym's not your thing, that's okay. There are so many other incredible ways to exercise and move your body. It's not always about building muscle and getting super buff and having this perfect body. It's just about movement. Um... For me, my favorite forms of movement are surfing and yoga and dance. And none of those are like traditional gym things, but they're really good exercise. It's really good movement and it makes me happy. And that's the thing. That's why finding a form of movement that's enjoyable to you is so important because when it makes you really happy and it sparks joy and it's of your highest excitement, then you're more likely to do it on a daily basis rather than if you're like, okay, I'm going to get a gym membership and I'm going to go to the gym at least four days a week. That's not going to happen because you're forcing yourself against your will to do something that you don't want to do. So my advice to you is to experiment with what feels good for you. I experimented for a long, long time because I always tried to go to the gym. I remember a few years ago, I paid like $70 a month or something to go to the gym. And in that year, the entire year, I maybe went to the gym 10 times. So the gym has never been my thing, although I enjoy it once in a while. And then I found surfing. And surfing is my favorite thing to do in the entire world and it is such a good exercise it's such a pleasing environment nothing makes me happier than being in the ocean and merging into divine's creation which is the ocean for me and it's a great upper arm workout it's a great great back workout It's just great cardio. It's great everything. So for me, surfing is my thing. And yoga is also my thing. I love it because it's a combination of breathing and movement. And it's quiet. And it's very, very strenuous. It's a really good workout despite what everyone thinks who doesn't do yoga. Um, It always leaves me sore. It always leaves me sweating. It always leaves me feeling so good and present and mindful and yeah, just really in tune with my body. So yoga is amazing for me. And dancing is the most beautiful form of expression and movement that there is. We've been dancing for hundreds of thousands of years and it's such an incredible exercise and connection to yourself and you get to listen to music. Um, I'm just now getting back into dance. I've been to a few different dance classes, ballet and hip hop, and I want to start doing um, contemporary and (laughs) island dancing and all sorts of things, belly dancing. And that sparks joy for me. That is my highest excitement. It's fun. I feel like a kid. I feel free. I feel happy. So I'm addicted to these workouts. So I really encourage you to experiment. Like I think in most countries and places you can use an app called mind body Um, if not, I'm sure there's one that's good for your area, but it's basically an app that curates all the like local classes and yoga studios and gym places and dance studios and everything into one app. And you can book everything straight through the app. Um, and you can see like all the timetables for the classes and everything. So I've been using that in australia and it's been an amazing way to just see what's out there and experiment like elise my roommate and i have been yeah just experimenting with what's out there and doing all these things and and do that to find what works for you and obviously it doesn't have to be dance it doesn't have to be yoga or surfing these are just my things but there's so many ways to exercise whether it's bicycling or running or some sort of sport soccer joining a a basketball team that's a community basketball team or a soccer team or a track team. Like there's so much to do. And exercise is such an important part of our physical well-being. And if you're not doing it, you're probably not feeling your best. You're probably not looking your best. And yeah, physical movement for me, I can't live without it. I've gone like two weeks without it, just because I've been traveling. I've been in like four different states and two different countries in the last two weeks so it's been difficult for me to stay on top of it but physical movement is so important and i really 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 stress that you find something that sparks joy for you so something that you can be addicted to in a good way and start implementing that on a daily if not weekly basis so um that's number four i think (laughs) and Number five may be, um, this may be a controversial topic for some, or maybe just skeptical, but I personally really, really encourage the use of plant medicine, um, and psychedelic medicine. Um, I have had now following this weekend of using ayahuasca, I, have full and complete gratitude for plant medicine and the unbelievable effects that it has on your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional body. And I've always loved the idea of using plant medicine. And I'm so fascinated by wachuma and peyote and ayahuasca and um, magic mushrooms, psilocybin, all of these things, and the more I use them, the more connected I am to life. the more connected I am to how sacred and unified and perfect and divine and intentional this human experience is there 's so much more beyond what we can see, what we can physically see, and i 'm not necessarily like saying like go do psychedelic drugs go do this go do that um but for me it has changed my life changed my life I will never ever be the same after this plant medicine ceremony I just experienced and I know that a lot of these plant medicines are illegal in the United States and almost every country, really. And there's a reason for that. It's because they'll help people. They'll get people off of their medication. They'll heal people from depression. They'll heal people from anxiety. They'll heal people from so many things. And that would destroy the pharmaceutical industry. That would destroy a lot of industries. And it would keep everyone happy. So that's never what the government or the system wants. Um, but that's a whole other story for another time. Um, yeah, plant medicine for me, the amount of gratitude I have for plant medicine is out of this world, especially after sitting in ceremony, and sacred ceremony with this medicine this last weekend. And I sat in ceremony with eight other people from all walks of life, people that have experienced really traumatic things from sexual abuse to losing their parents to alcohol addiction to everything. And after just two days of sitting in ceremony with this plant medicine, they have completely healed themselves. They have completely changed their lives. They have completely overcome themselves and their past. They have completely healed their ancestral trauma they have completely healed their spiritual and emotional body just from taking this plant medicine and that to me is just indescribable and you can't argue it because it's so incredible it's so 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 beyond what i can even comprehend or put into words or articulate you know what I'm talking about if you've used plant medicine. And if you haven't, there may be a desire to do it, but you feel scared or skeptical or you're not sure how to access it in a safe way. And of course, there are definitely precautions that have to be taken when using plant medicine, but I always make sure that I'm in a really safe place Space. and with ayahuasca of course I did that in a really safe protected um observed space with uh, professionals and shamans and yeah that's a whole nother thing but for me <laughs> plant medicine I'll never ever 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 stop using plant medicine I plan on experimenting with so many different plant medicines and implementing the the thoughts and ideas and like absolute breakthroughs and downloads that I've had to share with others and to help others and to help myself to become better and more connected and more understanding of what this life really, really is. I just, I can't believe that I went so many years without using plant medicine. I cannot believe that plant medicine is legal I cannot believe that no one, ha- so many people haven't experienced it. I can't believe that, yeah, I just, I don't have words, but I really um, encourage you to look into more holistic or natural ways of healing, and plant medicine could be the answer for you. I think that all of the healing and um answers ultimately reside within you but plant medicine is an incredible tool to help you get there and to help you see that insight and ayahuasca specifically is literally having communion with with a life force with a a consciousness that is beyond comprehension of us being able to interpret or explain and it's divine it's sacred and yeah I'm not gonna go on about ayahuasca because it's too much to talk about at the moment um number six that is I'm saving the best for last is eating a clean diet um For me, that means 100% vegan, primarily whole foods, no processed or like processed vegan meats or anything like that. Recently, I feel the most amazing and just connected when I eat strictly like whole plant-based foods. So food in like its purest form, Um, fresh fruits and vegetables from the farmer's market, fresh-made bread, smoothies, soups, bowls, salads, all of that. I am constantly in awe by the plague of unhealthy eating that resides specifically in America, but obviously in other um, first-world countries, even Australia, Canada, you know, everywhere around the world. I think... I just can't emphasize enough how good you feel when you eat a whole foods plant-based diet. I know that veganism is daunting to people and some people just don't get it. Like, what do you eat? But it's like, what do you mean? What do I eat? (laughs) Like. I eat food. I eat real food. I eat food that is grown from the earth. I eat food that nourishes my body. I eat food that prevents disease and illness. I eat food that is alive. I eat food that was grown by the sun, by grown by the soil of the earth. I eat real food, real food. (laughs) And everyone has their own opinions. There is bio-individuality. There is everyone needs different nutrients and different things. But primarily, there is nothing that can go wrong with eating a whole foods plant-based diet, eating a well-rounded array of plant foods between fruits and vegetables and legumes and beans and grains and starches and carbs, etc., All of these things, if you eat a well-rounded, whole foods, plant-based diet, nothing will go wrong, your body will thrive, you will feel incredible, you have so much energy, you will sleep better, your skin will look better, your energy levels will be insane, everything will be good. There are hundreds of thousands of people that have reversed disease and cancer and heart disease and osteoporosis and diabetes and arthritis and... Alzheimer's, all from a plant based diet. There are hundreds of thousands of studies and documentaries and books and medical journals that prove this information. There is nothing more beneficial to your body than eating a primarily plant based diet. Obviously, everyone's going to have their own opinion about this. Some people feel that they need bits of protein from animal sources or what have you. I personally don't agree with that. But as long as you are eating whole foods, like real foods, nothing processed, nothing packaged, nothing that has preservatives or tons of refined sugars and oils and all of that nasty gunk that clogs up your body and ruins your skin and your arteries and your intestines and your brain and your blood and your cells... It's just so amazing how good you feel when you eat well. And not eating well, like people think like, oh, you're so healthy. You're so healthy. It's like, I'm not healthy. I'm just eating what I'm supposed to be eating. I'm eating because I care about my body. <laughs> my body is so sacred to me because it's the only body I have. I don't want to have cancer. I don't want to live in a hospital. I don't want to ever have open heart surgery. I don't want to have a heart attack. I don't want to have nasty skin that is covered in acne and eczema and all this shit that is caused by diet. I want to have a body that is as healthy as it could be. And I'm not perfect. I still have days when I eat a bag of potato chips once in a while or what have you, but it's always plant-based and it's always vegan. But I just can't emphasize enough, like if you're not eating healthy, I, I really don't know what you're doing. It is a disservice to your body and to your state of being. And there is nothing more beneficial that you can do than eating healthy. You feel so good mentally, physically, and emotionally when you eat healthy, and that should be your number one priority. And once you get in the groove of it, and once you find food and recipes and ways to eat that make you feel good, like when you're eating healthy and that taste good you'll be like, oh, this is amazing. Like I eat the best food I've ever eaten since I've been vegan. I have the best meals I've ever eaten since I've been vegan. I feel so amazing when I eat a plant-based diet. And if you need help in eating healthy, there are so many incredible YouTubers and Instagrammers and online recipe books and YouTube channels that have recipes and websites that have plant-based recipes and so many incredible ways to eat food. Look up your local farmer's market, try and eat local, try and eat food that isn't contaminated with so many pesticides. Try and be conscious of not eating from package, number one, because it's processed and because it's laden with chemicals and preservatives, but also from an environmental standpoint, like just focusing on eating fresh fruits and vegetables because they're not packaged and they're not causing environmental waste. All of these things go hand in hand. And I can't stress enough how important it is to eat healthy. Your body is so sacred and You'll wish when you are sick and unhealthy in the hospital or when you have a disease that is caused by diet, because 80% of them are, you'll wish that you ate healthy. You'll wish that you would have taken better care of your body. You'll wish that you ate more fruits and vegetables. You'll wish that you paid more attention to intuitive eating and how your digestive tract is and how your overall physical health is. You will wish that you paid more attention to this, whether it's in 20 years or 10 years or even five years, You don't know when your body is going to turn on you. Your body can only tolerate for so long the amount of abuse you're doing with the food you're eating. Food is fuel. You are what you eat. What you're putting in your body is going to translate outwards. Your internal body is going to reflect externally. So if you're not healthy... If you don't look good, if you don't feel good, if you're not happy with your physical body image, then what are you doing to change that and why are you eating unhealthy? Why are you torturing yourself and your body with this food? Nothing is more important than eating healthy and you will notice the insane differences. I will never, ever, 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 ever not be vegan because of the way that it makes me feel and I know that I'm doing my best to my body by eating delicious whole foods that are grown from the earth. I won't even get into the science of that, but I just, if you're not eating healthy, allow this to be a really big encouragement and inspiration to just start eating more healthy. If you want really bomb, healthy, plant-based diet-related foods that are incredibly delicious, I have made a vegan cookbook that has some of the best recipes ever. I spent a lot of time creating a book that has recipes or foods that I used to eat when I wasn't vegan and I have turned them into a vegan version that is really incredible. So if you're wanting that sort of guidance and you enjoy following recipes and recipe books, you can find that on my website. I will also link that in the show notes. Um But yeah, eat healthy. You only get one body. You only get one chance. You never know when your body's going to turn on you. So food is preventative medicine, food is medicine, food is medicine. Don't forget that. That saying has been said for years, hundreds of thousands of years. It's either Socrates or someone who said that. But anyways, food is thy medicine. Take care of your body. Feed your mind, body, and soul with food and do your best to eat locally sourced plant-based foods. There's nothing that can go wrong with that. And yeah, you'll you'll thank yourself later when You're thriving at 90 years old and you have no health problems. So (laughs) eat healthy, go make a delicious, nutrient-dense meal and check out any recipe or cookbooks. I'll put a bunch of resources for plant-based diets and stuff like that that you can check out if you're interested. Um, Yeah, that is the end of my tips. I hope you enjoyed them. But yeah, I hope this... um, is helpful. I just kind of wanted to have this chat just to emphasize the importance of self development and exploration and living mindfully, living intentionally, always striving to be better, being addicted to knowledge and to growth and to transformation, and understanding to the very core of your being that nothing will change if you don't change. And transformation cannot occur unless you are actively working towards transforming and creating and learning getting out of your comfort zone with whatever it may be reading or exercising or meditating getting out of your comfort zone is where growth happens where transformation happens and where happiness happens (laughs) the more you develop, the happier you become. And I can promise you that because it's inevitable when you are working on yourself actively and you are actively learning how to expand your heart and your mind. And just by listening to this podcast, I acknowledge you because obviously you are on the right path as you are seeking new information and ideas and I'm very grateful if you've listened to this, and hopefully this was helpful. I'll um link some of my favorite. Uh, I'll link the the resource page on my website for all my favorite books. I'll try and update that before this episode is posted, and I'll also link the Mind Body app that I talked about and some meditating apps. I'll link some of my favorite meditations in the show notes um yeah i'll try and put as many helpful resources in the show notes as possible that i've touched on here and please be sure to share this with your friends if you found this helpful or post it on your instagram story and tag me i would love to hear if you enjoyed this episode of another solo cast i'll try to do more of these if it is something that you enjoy Um, This was a very impromptu episode just because I am sitting in a hotel room right now um, recording this. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. And I hope this was helpful. We'll talk soon. In next week's episode, um, my friend Abby and I We'll be sitting down together in person in Australia, and we will be sharing all things about our ayahuasca experience. She recently sat in ceremony a month ago, and I just sat in ceremony this last weekend. So we're going to get really, really personal and share everything about our experience with ayahuasca. And yeah, we feel really called to dive into that and be really open about it on this platform. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm still working on how to articulate my experience into words and how to best portray it all to you. So get excited for that for any of you who have been really curious about ayahuasca or about my experience or have learned a lot about it. And yeah, just interest you. And if you know nothing about it, then you'll definitely be interested to learn. Um, So yeah, really excited to post that one and thank you again. We will talk soon. Well, we won't talk soon, but you'll hear from me soon. (laughs) Thank you. Have an amazing day. That concludes this episode for today. I acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to expand your level of awareness with me. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, I encourage you to rate review and subscribe. Also, if you choose to share it on your Instagram story, feel free to tag me at infinite.creators and let me know what you loved about it. If you wrote a review, don't forget to screenshot it and email it to me so I can send you a free copy of my cookbook or my dream life workbook. Thank you again so much for listening. Your support means the world to me and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.